back to the Heads in the Game podcast. It's been a long time since our last one, but we're all back home from our various college or, you know, Chris hasn't really moved that much, but he spiritually is home now. Uh, and we've been watching a lot of football, some of us more than others, because Turner, not a lot, keeping the TV on these days. Uh, and we'll get to all of that. We've got a great episode. We'll talk Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea, the title race thus far, catch up. Fair amount of banter going to be thrown, given I feel every team's got something to throw. Uh, and every team's got something to be thrown at. Um, Ollie might be the most immune. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't really make fun of someone's head injury. But the rest of us, you know, there's something to say. But we begin today in a league where Southampton are making a push for the top. Uh, <laughs> Liverpool lead, even though they meant much of their defense is out with injury. But Arsenal sit 15th. Man United and Chelsea sit 6th and 7th. Man City sits 9th. Wait, the I'm league... sorry. Did my man say 15th? <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry, bro. Continue. God. Well, I mean, it really says it all. I feel like I should hand it off to Chris for this part. I feel like he wants to ask some questions of Arsenal and how we've gotten this far? What, what's All right, been going let me on up. Let me game? up. Let, let's get it going. Let's get it going. Throw your throw your shade. I, I, I don't want. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I, just I not that. even. I'm not even gonna throw any shade. I'm just gonna oh. ask this question. I'm just gonna ask this question early oh, when, because like obviously I can't like go back and pull up the records, but I remember recording a few of these like earlier on the year, and Turner, the confidence, you know, it was there. We were predicting a top four, maybe fifth, but. Off yeah, the, you know, okay, hoping for a top four finish, bro. You I, I think I deserve let me know all the heat dude. if I'm like, oh, Gunners are getting second this year, and then we're in 15. <laughs> I think I, I had them fifth, or maybe if if party, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Oh, you had them because where did you have Arsenal, Chris? You had Arsenal, and when the top four, I will tell you that much, dude. But I probably had him like seven. Oh, yeah. Six? Right. No, six. Well, okay. So, like, so, so, yeah. So, like, going into the season, I think we all were a little optimistic about Arsenal. You know, consistent with where they've been in the last few seasons, not where you would expect them to be, a club of that stature. But you look at that team, you know, a lot of promising young talent from last year. You know, they bring in some phenomenal talent and party spending some actual money something that arsenal fans have been begging them to do arteta you know full first full season he's had a transfer window he's had time and it just all seemed to have gone wrong um and it's you know i think turner you've been talking about this you know when you know you've been texting about the games is you know the games are not only tough to watch for arsenal fans because they're losing but the style of football has gone to the gutter it's just a lot of, you know, crossing the players that don't head the ball very well. And, you know, it's a real moment of, I think, perceived crisis for the club. Would you agree, Turner? Uh, I mean, clearly. Uh, I don't, there's not really much you can say about it. I, I think there's just a lot of players underperforming. Uh, and I think confidence is al- almost everything because uh, – 
there's just no, no one's putting in a shift. Mm-hmm. There's not a single play. Like Leno's been awful. Our Obama and Leno are our best two players. They've been awful. Uh, every, Turner, I mean, would you say who's been good? Who's been good? Would there's you say? Yeah, I was gonna say. Good. Would you say that Saka and Op feel free to hop in? Yeah, yeah. Saka I mean, okay, uh, and Gabriel right. have been our best players this season, and and. And that says and so and not even Saka's not even that good. I don't even like he had one the goal against Southampton was good, but that's his work rate seems that. to be good. Yeah, yeah. So OP OP. You, you think Saka is a solid performer for that team? I think I think his work rate has been good, but there's just as Troops was saying, there's bad vibes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's bad vibes. I don't know what Turner, what you think about Arteta in or out, but like there seems to be a little you know there's a specter. Haunting. So I don't know. There's a specter haunting the Emirates Stadium. I'll say this. I told Chad, (laughs) I have, we had a little, I remember when Brighton beat us uh, in the end of last season, uh, Charles and I had a podcast. And after that, I wrote, I I wrote in like the Arsenal America page. And I was basically (laughs) like, uh, here's some ideas for how we proceed. And my whole thing was when you look at our starting lineup, this is last season. On paper, we have a te- like our our man by man our lineup, or just because we 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 had uh, if you looked at like our ideal starting lineup, everyone was excited about it because on paper it it it, it seemed super successful and and that it would win us games, uh, and so the expectations were extremely high, and not that they shouldn't have been, but the point is that our our fans have such high expectations that anything. And, and not and I think unrealistic expectations. So I was basically just saying after Brighton, get rid of literally anyone and everyone you can. Release contracts. Not like I mean, because who's who uh-huh. the fuck's gonna buy Mustafi? I'm not like being acting like some of these players would actually you know be bought by certain clubs. But just like start an incredibly youthful side on and and build a backbone on like three or four players, and then from there, and then and basically just lower the whole club's expectations so that. We don't see ourselves as top because we're not a top four side. I, I like we all get at the start of every new season we, we get excited. And I think the only reason I was excited, to be honest, was because we won an FA Cup. If we hadn't won a major trophy, I would not have been thinking, Yeah, no, because your season. I would not have been even predicting that. And like the yeah, last the end know, of your if you season. You want me like... to just go into that, Chris? We can st- you know we can talk trophies and we can do the classic <laughs> talk, but I, I don't want to do that. That's not that's not what I'm here for. The point being is this team sucks and. And it, I think the Aubameyang thing is just super unfortunate. Uh, I mean, I, I hopefully the goal against Southampton does something. But if you limit it to the fact that we still have Xhaka, we still have uh, like, like all the, the, the amount of players in our team that are just useless, that includes Pepe. I mean, that includes Lacazette. I think those are the people who Arsenal fans were like not giving uh, amount, a lot of stick to because they still had, including me, I still wanted to see both those boys succeed. But they're absolutely dreadful pepe sucks so much ass and lagazette <laughs> can do literally nothing and I, it's weird because like it's like i there was like the, i don't know the hesitance to even say that was always just like oh well if we get we, we don't get behind them but like what, what what's the point anymore it's not like they're doing anything to change that opinion and it's not like like it's not like oh but if if we back them maybe they'll sell for more from another t- you know what i mean like the, the, everyone knows they're trash yeah. so it's just like I don't know. I the whole the whole club's in shambles. Honestly, I I, I was talking to someone the other day. Uh, this dude from from uh, North London, and he was like, "I actually would like, in terms of the banter period, it'd be awful. But 
getting relegated would be crazy because it would get rid of all the awful fans in this fan base who don't actually give a single shit about the team and will completely stop watching once we're uh, in the championship. Uh, and of course, I, I mean, it would take a happen. miracle. To... Would, uh, but Chaz, uh, the way we're playing, we're getting ready for <laughs> every game. There's literally no form of hope. I mean, I, if anything, like, like that Burnley game was insane, like insane. Like that is the worst. That, that's a top, bottom four team at home that we looked. I don't know. And then the Xhaka thing, the, the Pepe thing, the whole thing's just a mess. So I, I, I don't really know what the answer is i don't really like arteta but who, who are we gonna get like like let's be realistic with it it's not like oh, we got... Fudge. that's that's yeah. the <laughs> oh, i know chris right? the, the, i knew that the, was win, the winning this manager huh the one you can't close oh, now they're all and 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 to be fair to be fair a lot of the like a lot of these games like we have not had a single thing go for us like you got we got to put that a uh, little when when you look at the spurs game two shots like Mourinho masterclass gotcha but we had there were so many chances in that game to just have someone do something, and no one did anything. The Wolves game, I mean, that potence and Neto goal, just classic. But like, the like two of them, uh, so one of them, Sun, Neto, Sun Neto, get a, Sun doesn't get a, yeah, he scored a rocket on us, huh? Two, I said two, two chances, two chances. They were good chances. I want, like, I want some respect on Sun's wonder goal, bro. You know, <laughs> just Same, skip what do you want that. me to say? But uh, like. Uh, whatever yeah i insane but the but the wolves game i thought like both one of the goals neto could have done better and like it's just kind of a shit game but uh, i'll give it to you guys like you put the ball in the back of the net uh and then like what the leeds game with pepe like i don't even know how that was a draw villa was insane that <laughs> like the three nil smashing at home anyway the whole thing ross barkley and jack Grealish doing their yeah. like you know skill run routine and like the Southampton tie seemed like a good result. I mean, a top three team, a tie for for a bottom half team. Uh, again, a ten man. Oh, and you can't be hyping up an Arsenal tie against. Chaz, we gotta be realistic. Is it, like, look at the situation. If, <laughs> oh. I can't be, but considering the confidence, like, I'm not. I'm not psyched about it. But okay. like, that has That's to fair. be seen as something. Uh, but we got Everton next. That seems that's gonna be an easy game, right? Coming after there, two incredible wins so i don't know it's, it's all a mess what do you guys wow. takes let's hear someone else yeah ollie you got any thoughts about arsenal i know you know you 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 were never really watching a lot of games when arsenal were good so that you know you're this is the normal for you this is like who are these shitters why is turner a fan of some like bottom half team relegation club <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. They just it just seems to be like nothing like what the thing I was saying about Saka is like he's putting up good work and like I think there there are a couple players on Arsenal that are putting up good work, but like as a whole it's like just not coming together, obviously. And like yeah, I don't know about Arteta, like maybe he should get longer like a little more time, but it just seems like do do you think that there should have been more you, you're saying, like, there should have been more purchases happening in the last window, do you think, like, in terms of players? I mean, yeah. Arsenal have categorically not been a well-funded club, and you can definitely point it towards the ownership. I, I personally think that that is a little bit of a scapegoat because we have made good – or, bit, like, you know, party wasn't you cheap. You spent actual money. Yeah, Pepe yeah, but also, like, we also have to compare that to, like – 
That's true. I don't. I don't need Spurs fans getting my comments that like we're not. We're also doing so well without spending any money. After you guys just spent like what a billion dollars on a stadium and going out. <laughs> like so. Like I'm just saying, all the other teams are spending big money too, and and especially com- with with your other expenses. But uh, all yeah, I'm saying I, is I don't know. Levy, first of all, because I have something for you too. Levy, you know, he'll figure out a way to squeeze that money out of Amazon or something. We'll get that. <laughs> he'll get that money back for us. Um, that's number one. Number well, two. Because he cares about the team. That's the difference. Yo, you have a exactly, dude who cares about the exactly. team. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm jealous of that. I'm not <laughs> no, sorry. that's the thing too. Turner is it's like, you know, you guys are really in a spot. I'm not going to say after last season, dude, because literally if you guys lose to Chelsea, that season is like, that was like huge, and FA Cup was like the biggest thing for Arsenal fans. Um, but dude, like literally, you guys are in a position kind of like Spurs, I guess, where like a decent team. It was at that around fifth, you know, sixth could maybe get fourth, like that type of talent level. And I think Levy really doubled down. And was like, okay, I've kind of been a stickler about it, you know, recent like. Either I'm going to put some money in this or we're the exact same things happening, dude. Like, when I see Arsenal play, bro, it's kind of like – it's not the same as Spurs um, back when they were kind of going through some trouble and stuff. But just, like, I know about the effortless, like, crosses into the middle that are going to nobody. Like, I think Arsenal's in a spot right now where it's like, I don't know. Obama Yang, obviously, he needs to step up. But nobody wants to take, like – credit for it you know you have little Sokka 18 years old out there running like trying to create <laughs> but like William just bullshitting Lacazette just bullshitting well, just everyone's bad they're yeah. bullshitting like you know there's nobody and Alba's like yeah like fuck it like I'm getting racks like obviously I'm not gonna say he's not trying or nothing but it's like a little tough not seeing anybody step up also I think a big thing for them too was uh Martinelli's injury because homie is sick. Martinelli's cold. He's coming so, back. Like, if he was yeah, where training, is he? I was about to say training. it was really frustrating. He in April, right before like or right before we came back to football in June, he like just picked up like a knee injury oh. in training that put him out for like five months. Um, but I mean, yeah, he's just at least at least a sub. Like the fact that we're taking off, like it's the set 80th minute. We need a goal, and we're putting on Enketia. It's just like. Bro, the fact that El Nini's trying to boss up the midfield. Okay, but that dude did play. That dude has played a a few good games. It's really Xhaka that needs to be getting most of the heat. And the fact that he keeps playing Bellerin is really frustrating over Ainsley. And there's just a lot of questionable decisions. And I really just hope that the the big thing I hope for is that the same, because the amount of stick Gwenduzi got, Ozil got, uh, and even Pepe got after their, you know, Pepe's red card, Guendouzi choking Mape, uh, and Ozil doing whether it's China, whether it's uh, Same but numerous of things. Dinosaurs. Yeah, uh, like if if Jaka comes in, the the and this is what will happen. It'll be he'll get his three game three game ban and he'll go right back in the midfield, and no one gets it. And every coach does the same shit with Jaka, where they all love his ass for no reason. And I mean, like. <laughs> all I want for Christmas, all I want for Christmas, is a Hertha Berlin Guendouzi jersey because I love that kid. So if it means if Arteta out means uh, Guendouzi in, I, I'll do it. I'll fucking take that any day of the week. I'll say that. Uh, but I don't know. It's just a bunch of weird decisions, and the team just kind of trash, and the fan base fucking sucks. So it's just a it's a, it's a nice 
but it's kind of funny now. Like, look, it was it, like there was like the two losses where it was like kind of trash, and now it's just like, you know what? Uh, well, like, this is what Chris was saying. So over the weekend, or like, I mean, I guess in the midweek games, you know, Chris and I were watching a game, and Chris was like, "It's not even fun to watch to make fun of Arsenal anymore," because like, there you what go. am I gonna say? It's but just like I watch the game and it's I can't even shit talk. It's just the but, expectation now. But that's kind of what we needed because our expectations were so high, and not and, and undeservedly so. I, I I like I don't know. I of course was gassed at points, but like I, I do think we're not a great team. So I, I like if we beat Everton, that's going to be I think for our fan base the same reaction to the FA Cup win. It's going to be mm-hmm. similar. A win against a inform Everton away, something like that. I I don't think it will happen. I would not not bet on it, but. You know that that's what that's the level we're at. So I don't know. And, or like, oh, dude, imagine we beat Chelsea. We get imagine we lose three zero to Everton, and then we like destroy you or not destroy you guys, but just oh, win yeah, one zero yeah. or something. No, but imagine Chaz. No, like, I know. You would literally like your fan base would get shot on. And so it's at this point, I just wanna, like, we we can talk Chelsea right now. I feel like this is a good segue, Chris. Sure. I know you before before, before Chris, 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 yeah. we segue. Before we segue, that's the like thing that also fucking blows with our arsenals. It's like Turner kick his feet back. Like we can't even say anything, but like let them whoop City, let them like beat Spurs, let them. You know, it's like we can't talk, but Turner just has all the ability to be like, yeah, yeah, like bottom half of the table type vibes. If I haven't had like the worst two months of football. (laughs) 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 If I had to get to this point to even like maybe be able to say whatever. That's a that's a shit post right there. (laughs) Wow. All right. Ollie, you can assist me in this segue because the game you and I watched, well I mean we we did watch two games, but the game you and I watched was one between our own teams, Wolves and Chelsea. Chelsea mm-hmm. came up boasting some superstar attacking talent. Wolves, of course, without Raul Jimenez, who fractured his skull against David Luiz's uh, crazy-looking hair. Um, and then what happened, Ollie? Well, you know, it's what needed to happen for Wolves, and that was oh. someone else stepping up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> instead of Raul, really. And, uh, yeah, it, it was Potence with his skill and being able to put together a finish, which was really nice. He had a lot of chances in the box to to make something happen and thankfully did. And then it was Neto, I mean, in classic Wolves fashion, as I've been watching them uh, with that last-minute winner, I was hooting and hollering. Uh, making sure Chaz knew what was good, but um, this is true. This is true. And, and I did, yeah. It, it was. It's just really what we needed, you know. Fabio, he's gotten close, um, and, and with a couple chances, and I, I honestly feel pretty good about him. But he's so young, like you can't really expect yeah. him. To play he also doesn't appear to have that like instinct where he can just kick it into gear, just pops up in the positions where he can finish. Because, I mean, Raúl is such an interesting player because so many of his goals are scored from positions that I don't think traditional center forwards take. So right. I'm thinking like the volley where he drops out of the box on the corner kick, the one where he picks it up on like the right side and like dribbles past. And I think it was against Leeds. This one was the shot with the deflection. 
So Raul is like definitely a guy with just like that goal scoring instinct that fits into the Wolves team and system because it creates that space for like Adama, it creates that space for Neto, Podence to fill in the gaps when he drops deep. And for an 18 year old, that's like that's a tough ask and like playing you know tough games in the Premier League. But you know. yeah, I agree. Um, and yeah, he, he, I think he seems a little slower just from what I've seen than like Jimenez. And yeah, like he doesn't seem to have those turbo jets like a lot of center forwards. I or I don't even know if that's true, but he yeah he doesn't seem to have the turbo jets. But I think his finishing is good. Um, Ollie, how long has he been in the uh, prim? Like, I know this is his first year, but, it, like. He played how, for Porto before oh, before the transfer. Has he just been, like, a couple years? Um, just because I was going to say, like, in terms, I feel like people, like, it may take some time to get putting, too. Because I remember, like, the first, like, couple months when Lo Celso was here on that Spurs, that dude literally, like, could not stay on his feet. Yeah. Like, he would just make runs, be slipping, sliding everywhere, getting knocked off the ball. Right. And, like, now look at what he's turned to. Like, oh, that oh here we go. At least Lo Celso had first-team football experience. <laughs> which... what are you, what are you, you telling me you're not taking Lo Celso on your team, Turner? <laughs> oh, mister, here we go, dude. With Parsley out, maybe, now. Um, but, yeah, no, just, like, you know, with these younger dudes, or, I mean, Lo Celso's pretty young, but not as young as Silva, but just with these guys coming to the Prem, too, like, I've noticed that, especially, like, you know, Argentina, you know, Portugal. Out there, Portugal, just <laughs> kind of around coming, coming to it's just like maybe a little tough up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I, okay I mean, Graham Sunis. I, 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 got anti-immigrant. I, I, I got a question for Chaz because this is because I, right. I see what what I had to survive last year with uh, every single Pepe Sky Skyball uh, being hit with me on Twitter every five seconds. I'm seeing the same thing with Havertz. I just see oh, these compilations like, of the dude oh my losing goodness, the ball. I, I don't want – Cooper, you know, of course my brother's a big Chelsea fan. Cooper um, is like, all I want to see is Havertz score. It's so brutal. And, and, and I'm not – like, I'm in no position to take the piss. I'm just coming out at, at, at a point of uh, understanding because now it's been established that Pepe's trash and even Arsenal fans are saying it, so those memes don't even mean anything to us anymore. Yeah, okay. But Look, what's the deal? You know, <laughs> I'm going to walk you through the story of a young Kai Havertz. Gets to England. It's the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. He's adapting to a new league, a new culture, new food, new team, new language. Uh, and, you know, he comes out strong. He scores a hat trick against Oh, Barnsley. true, true, true. I forgot. Wait, wait, Burnley? Burnley? Barnsley, Barnsley. Oh, Bur- oh no, not, not even in the prem. Okay, yeah, continue. Yeah, 6-6-0. Uh, uh, six, six uh, very convincing performance, I will say. Um, and then, you know, he's coming back. He's getting more game time. He's struggling with turnovers and, you know, the pace of the press. And then you right say turning or turnovers? Turnovers. Oh, not turning. I mean, and turning. Oh, he's struggling yeah. with the <laughs> And then right when he's about to break through, he gets coronavirus, and all of that progress seeps away, and he's left to play with his very cute puppy in his nice backyard and his, his like million-dollar London home. But it's just a tragedy. But, yeah, it's a problem. And, and I, I, 
I'm, again, I'm, there's because there's because uh, my players are awful. But uh, Werner seems to also be having a little bit of a, okay, a tough time. Okay, okay, Werner is like Thank definitely you. struggling. Thank He's you. off that form needs a right now. Discussion as well. But, Warner is different to like Pepe and Havertz in that he's definitely good. Like you can see him play, like he'll play and be like, oh yeah, like he's good. But there's something weird in that last stage of play. Like his finishing's off. His like final third touch is just off a little bit. Havertz is just like, he just feels like he's off the speed of the game by a little bit. You know, it's like everything's a little too slow. I think it's probably a league thing. Like, he's talked about this in interviews, talking about how the average player is better, the average pace is faster. You know, the top, like, you know, your Borussia Dortmund to your Liverpool, or your, you know, your Bayern Munich to your Liverpool, your Borussia Dortmund to your Chelsea. Those differences are, like, less than your, you know, Everton versus Hoffenheim or something. So, you know, I think, like, the intensity of those presses is different, even though the quality of the teams could be more similar. But I think he's struggling with that. And I think, you know, our, some of our other signings are doing quite well with it. And those are usually the signings that either played in the Premier League, like Chilwell, or someone who's, you know, Thiago Silva's played against everyone and anybody. So he's got the experience to come in and look pretty comfortable. But Havertz, you know, there's multiple goals Chelsea have given away this year that have been him giving the ball away in vulnerable positions after he drops deep. And he, he's not doing a lot on the offensive end. So, I mean, it's, it's scary. It's a little scary. But I think he'll turn it around. I mean, he's so fucking young. No, I, no I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. I, I, I hope he doesn't uh, become a, a Pepe. I'm uh, just getting a little – but... like, no, my comparison is my first, like, season watching Chelsea, Fernando Torres. Oh well, that was brutal. That was brutal. That's the that's I, he's way like Havertz is way younger, so it's yeah, a different but, situation. But like that's scary. if he dribbles around Victor Valdez, it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> All worth it. It's worth it. Hey, it's, we do it for the journey. Exactly. But yeah, uh, Chelsea. Uh, look, right, inconsistent. Next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inconsistent. That's my word. You think I feel like we gotta talk about Spurs now. We we gotta give. We got to give the, the man in the bottom right corner some credit. Okay. Uh, okay. I will give this man credit, but I'll <laughs> preface it with this. Spurs are doing well. Yes. However, if any one of us was achieving the results Spurs were in the manner Spurs were, Chris would be talking mad shit about how we play shitty football, how, like, all the ref's decisions, like, what are we doing, like, play the beautiful game like they don't try to win games this is anti-football so that's all i'm gonna say but chris will talk that shit about his own team i will say okay okay second preface yes okay well i i haven't watched the game with him so i just hope this man's i I haven't heard him say through text form again that's the only way he could have I just want you to be like, I don't like watching our games, but I'm hyped at the result. If you say that, I, I'm hyped for you, dude. Go Spurs, like, fair enough. Hey, but this I'll bullshit this. that I'll Spurs fans on Twitter are like, oh, it's marvelous. It's marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> like, that Arsenal game must have been such a shit post. And not that we would have done, done, you know. Bro, like, that Chelsea we had the ball. game. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, yeah. But my, my point just being, yeah, whatever. The whole thing. I just That's just what pisses me off is – I just see the Twitter reactions, and it's just like, oh, dude, 
Oh my god, it, it makes me livid. But let's <laughs> the man. Let, I'll, I'll give him the money. Um, I mean, so thank, <sighs> thank you, because OP's kind of got my back a little bit in the sense that, like, you guys definitely don't hear it as much as like my brother does. Like to him, I'll like really like even cuss out Jose and stuff, because it's like to me the way I was kind of describing it to to my brother a bit is it's like with Jose off of what he's achieved, right? And what he's won and accomplished, the ego and everything, I guess, deservedly so you could say, um, you know, he's won everything. So in his head, he knows, right. He knows the best way to do everything. And if it doesn't work for him, then it's simply, you know, not it. It's not, the, it's not the winning way. So he's transformed a lot of players. Look at Aurier. Oh my goodness. Completely new player. Turner, you weren't like with me, but like when that man was like taking the ball off my, Mane had Mane like in the cut, like praising. I'll just take a minute to like clap for Aurier. Like that dude had Mane locked up. Like players like Dyer, um, bro, who else? I mean, because you know Mane is having a star really season. Mane's killing it right now. <laughs> for, uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. Nah, I'm joking. Know what Aurier is don't even. Okay, I was about to say I don't care if it was like. Who was, bro? We we all know it. All Aria is capable. And there, or at least all my reactions did. Like I may as well drove, like I've driven home because I was uh, out in Palm Springs. It's like, dude, if we get a result like versus City, it's definitely nice and stuff. But like when you're not getting a result, it, it's super annoying to watch, dude, because it's just like we're holding on and obviously like a couple of years ago under Poch and stuff when we'd be holding on after we equalize or something you knew that we were going to concede like you knew you were um so that's what's like so hard about watching this year when he's asking to defend for 45 minutes 50 minutes at a time after bagging a goal you know it's like he wants to sell away like Delhi. Delhi hasn't been playing but you know you got players like I don't rate winks like this either so let's just chill but like you look at players like winks bale delhi people who kind of fill in that second role uh attacking wise behind kane like none of those dudes are playing because they don't track back like you feel me like bale's not going to play because he doesn't track back to play d that's the only reason why i was very going out there all the time it's like he's so centered and focused on the defense like i'm going to hate to see a lot of our attacking options number one and the attacking style of play completely go out the window to just like bring in a uh, screeny or uh, any of these like big name defensive players, you know, it's kind of just like, dang. And then furthermore, just looking at a philosophy, not that I'm like some philosopher of football or nothing, but I think like when you score a goal and the thought process is, yeah, let's set out this storm. And you have players like Kane, Son, um, Lucas, Lacelso when he's attacking, you know, the fact is let's hold on for 65 minutes instead of trying to score a game and really put teams out. Like that's what happens. You, a team like Liverpool, you know, with a solid attack, a team like Wolves, a team like Chelsea, even like they will, you know, bends us out in the last minute of the game. And then we're all going to be sitting there looking stupid as shit with fucking 15% possession and three shots the whole entire game. So you know, it's definitely nice when a result comes out, but as a style of, you know, we'll see. And then also, last thing I'll say, 
is, I mean, you saw it with Sheffield. You see with all these teams that come in and, you know, start playing one way, right? Um, but I think a thing in the prim, and a thing of just everywhere across professional sports is super sick to watch is, like, people's talent and game develops. It changes. Like, people catch on to stuff, you know? So Sheffield was all hot and trying to get in a Europe spot last year. But look at him now, you know, like people caught on to their strategy. Clear now they were playing and figured him out. So if Jose's thought process, oh, it's always we're going to sit back versus bigger teams. It's like, okay, well, dude, you're just semi asking to lose the game almost by not even trying to score goals. That's kind of my like entire outlook. OP. Okay, I had two questions. One being, why why does Jose sign bail if he knows like it's like low likelihood he's going to track back anyways? Is that a fan signing? And two, is Bergwijn playing over Dell? Oh yeah, you can answer the first one. Um, to answer the first one, dude, I think it was a really good move. Clearly, he was frustrated, and no other team. It was he was going to go to China, you know. Like, yeah. and just sit back and collect a paycheck. So it wasn't like there were too many teams after him anyway. And, yes, I do think it was in part a little bit of a fan signing for sure. But also I think he's just so much more rusty than, like, maybe Spurs. Trainer, Spurs, personnel, like, didn't even realize. Because it's like, you know, he's coming on little injuries all the time. Not all the time for Spurs, but just before in his career. Like, You've seen that guy in the Europa League, and, like, this is not that I, we were expecting him to have the same pace he did, like, when he was first playing at Spurs or nothing, but, like, we're playing last, and, Steve, like, side by side, I think Jose recognizes that, and just the way we're set up formation-wise, it's not like he wants to sacrifice another player in the attack who's not willing to track back. Right. Because the whole thing with, um bail was it's like clearly he doesn't have the legs anymore i guess so um for the prim and for the europa league playing him as a cam like directly behind kane like in that deli role like that's where you know spurs fans think he would be most often just with the finishing and like technical ability but yeah you had the second question also the second question was like we're talking about bergwine obviously shitty miss could have won you guys the game, probably would have, versus Liverpool. Like, is he playing over Delhi because he can track back? And at that point, is it worth it to play him if he can't finish and do anything in the counter? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. So, with Delhi, man, <laughs> I think his head's a little too, like, big. He just has a little too much money to where he's like, all right, like, who's this asshole? Like, you know, if he just wants to be a hardo, like, I'll go for playing Paris. Like, I'll go play somewhere else, dude. Like, I'm 23. Like, I'll take my career elsewhere. I'd really like to see Delhi stay. But, I mean, I just, it doesn't look like him and Jose are on the same page at all. But as of recent, he's been featuring in the prim, which is something I never thought I'd see again. So, you know, I really don't know what's in the inner workings there. And then also in terms of, like, our right wing, right mid spot, like, it's super – Lucas picked up a knock and then has been in kind of sus form um, the last, like, month and a half. So he hasn't really been playing. He's been, like, lost his spot to Bergwin. And – it's a little bit frustrating to see because like Bergwin, he's lacking, lacking the finishing ability, but like Jose has him out there cause he's got hella legs, just hella pace to burn. He just run around, you know? So it's like, 
what do we need? Like, goddamn Mason Mount or Dan James to just run around and be a nuisance the whole game. Like, you know, I would really like to see them incorporating their right wingers, right mid. And then also, I'm curious, I know Lamella was hurt for a little bit too, but like, that was Jose's right hand man alongside a Dyer in the beginning of the season. So, like, you know, right now, our right wing, right mid spot is just completely up for grabs because, I mean, he'll probably stick with playing Bergwin just because he has you know, pretty good defensive ability to just kind of knock the ball off people. But, yeah, I, I just let Son or Kane get hurt, you know. It's a little it's a little suspect now just with one goal creator, really. Right. Yeah. I mean, Tottenham are, you know, obviously we can look back in March and February and March and think that – this time of the season could have been the pivotal moment because, you know, December is a time in which the games are all packed. Mourinho is a guy who doesn't like rotating a bunch of players in his starting lineups from week to week. He doesn't trust a lot of his bench players and a tightly packed fixture schedule could be very difficult for Tottenham. Or you could be talking about it in the opposite way where it's, you know, this is where they really proved their mettle. Um, And, you know, obviously – the Liverpool game was a close one and they were, you know, sort of unlucky not to win. I don't know if you guys saw Klopp and Mourinho exchanging words at the end of the game and Mourinho and someone asked Mourinho why he did it, what happened. And he was like, Oh, I told him the best team lost. (laughs) So funny. He's always on some stuff like that. But I mean, I always shout him out every time I'm like, I feel like I'm on the podcast, but like, expressions my man shout out expressions he said it the best he's like he played up and tried to stink out just the way he stunk out scumford bridge like he tried to stink out anfield and oh, he literally got, there's a lot of words chris <laughs> we literally got packed out in the final minute also turner i you like i completely texted you like what was gonna happen in that game i've seen that story like, people don't really recognize, I guess, because, like, to others, like, a Spurs-Liverpool fixture isn't, like, that that big. But if you look at, like, the past, like, five fixtures, I just – it's worth taking a look. All of those games are close. Yeah. I There's, mean, if it yeah, wasn't you, for the heads, we know, who also were Liverpool fans texting your ass two hours <laughs> after when they get the notification from ESPN on their phone. It, I think it also – it would also be a lot better. And, and that's why I have sympathy for you, Chris. My thing is, is just this. If, if Spurs are going to win the league, it better fucking be in 2020 because if that ruins my 2021, like, that will literally ruin it. Like, that's all I care about is I don't even care where Arsenal finish. If Spurs win the league and make 2021, that like, Arsenal fans don't – we escaped literally an apocalypse when you guys lost the Champions yeah, League. Uh, yeah, like, that's what I was like, about to say that. Apocalypse. Uh, I was about to say that, dude. It literally, bro, one and, game, and I, dude. I, you know, I don't think – I think this is where, like, a lot of Arsenal fans become unrealistic or just don't give credit where credit – or just, just are, are like – but, like, no one, no fan will say that, but that's really what it was. So, you guys winning the league would, would be – and not that you wouldn't deserve it. I, it's not that. It's just that would li- – that – That just make you miserable. Be, I mean, because that's all we – I don't even think we care about – like, like – I, I, the poll on that, that day, right? The big question was whether if, if our, would, would you rather, as an Arsenal fan, would you rather 
lose your like have Arsenal lose Europa League and Spurs you lose the Champions League or both win and everyone put lose lose. <laughs> no one in their right mind can enough. I mean it's also the Europa League, but like which is it's a big deal. But you know, like so I don't know. I, I that's the only reason I I want Liverpool to win is if you guys have beaten them, dude. I mean, what? You'd already played – oh, no, City was at home, but that doesn't even matter anymore. Dude, like, just think of the stars. points we've given away to Turner. Like, Well, that's what I was really... just going to call you out on, Chris, but we were here two months ago and you were crying about uh, Lanzini's, like, wonder goal saying Spurs can never <laughs> oh, go to league. Oh, so, like, and, 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 and I, I would have been too. That was insane. But my point is you're acting as if, like, this new Jose side can is holding on to leads, and they have been the past month or two. But this season, there's been some pretty, I mean... Hey, we're, we're up and down. This is where the part where I feel like why he's, like, getting real pissed, dude. It's because, like, come on, bro. Like, we have Sanchez, Davidson Sanchez out there. It should be a beast. All the ability in the world. Like, we'll be playing... Because we've gone through a little stretch of clean sheets, dude. Like, I think up until the Liverpool game, it may have been, like, five, six games straight with clean sheets. Like, he had that team working, but it's just, like... You know, you have somebody gets hurt, a little knock somewhere, you know, then Davies or Sanchez, somebody plugs in. and then Who gets hurt, just... Chris? Who's hurt on your team? Let's, let's, let's be real. Um, Come on, like, uh, who's hurt? Who's what's hurt? his Reggie face? Long, Toby. When Toby got yeah. hurt. Oh, chill, Anytime dude. we're bringing we in Jameson Sanchez in the prim, bro, we're liable to get hit at the back. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But no, we I don't need pretty... any Spurs fans telling me they got a hurt side. All right? No, 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 no. We don't have hella injuries yeah. like that. We don't have hella injuries like that. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Turner, considering, like, bruh, I think we all are a little bit removed from, like, the Poch era defending, dude. But literally, anytime Spurs scored, we were going to give one back, dude. Like, Jose, like, coming from that to Jose, like, Dude, for me, it's been wonders because, oh, my well, goodness. Well, 10 men behind lead. the ball. You got 10 men behind the ball. You're not 11. Gonna 11. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. 11. I was going to give them Kane. Then maybe Kane is off. clearing off. Yeah, Kane's playing now. like CD. Yeah. No, no, Kane. This man is sliding clearing. in on the edge of the 18. Yeah. I'm just saying, Chris, let's not act like you're defending. Exactly. Better. You just put more defenders in the <laughs> that, That's all that that is, which is, is a tactic. No, 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 dude. I wish I could <laughs> say that. Okay. Like, Yan, Yan, Yan. First of all, I wish I could say that Turner, but Aria is a new player. Like, Aria was pitiful. This man has got Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer's ass starting looking like, I'm not going to say looking like nobody crazy, but he, he's been a force, bro. Dyer's say Maldini. Say Maldini. I dare you. He, he's, <laughs> Dyer is out there looking like Stom and them boys. You feel me, Turner? Like, looking raw. Um. God damn, who else uh, has he literally transformed? Like, I feel you, but defensively, like, I don't know. He, he's definitely upgraded. And then Regulon's just been, like, a ridiculous thing for good. us as well. Um, But, dude, who I'm really curious to see is Rodon, dude. He came – he featured, like, in a couple games. Joe like, Rodon. Yeah. Um, just because, like, you know, Spurs always are getting packed out on set pieces and corners – um so i'm really excited to see i want to see what his tall ass can do quite honestly in terms of knocking shit out we need a we need to have a big banger in there to slap gabrielle around since that's the uh the enforcer and shit on turner 
All right. You got one last words on Wolves? Uh, uh, We're looking for a nice run of form in these next couple weeks. Come on. (laughs) 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 Let's go with some more goals. I'm calling that now. And thank you very much. Chirp more next time. (laughs) I will. Bye, OP. Peace. All right. Anyone want to close it us out in any fashion? Um. No, nah, I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, we've got a great weekend coming up. Uh, True. Some True. great games uh, that we will talk about because now that everyone's back. Turn a video, have Everton. Everton. I was gonna say real quick before we uh, before we wrap. Yeah, Everton. Everton. But... Everton. So tomorrow we've got okay. Crystal Palace against Liverpool, Southampton against Manchester City. That's a sick game. Everton against Arsenal, Newcastle against Fulham, Sunday, Brighton, Sheffield. No, I'm not waking up for that at 4 a.m. Tottenham, Leicester. That that's the 6:15 kickoff. Uh, Man U, Leeds. That's a good game. Uh, West Brom, Villa, and Monday we got Burnley, Wolves, and then to close us out, Chelsea, West Ham. So we'll break down all of that on our next episode episode which we can record much more regularly now that we're all back home uh thank you all to listen to our last episode it was our most listened to ever thank you everyone uh and it's been great to have you along um make sure to like and subscribe if you're on um apple music uh, apple Podcasts, spotify follow us on heads in the game on twitter follow everyone chris ollie turner myself charles Uh, And thank you all so much for listening. Peace.